Hey guys, it's Andriana here today, or Chasing Got 333, as you guys all know me. And I've got a co host with me today known as Heavy Head Podcast on Instagram, which I absolutely love his posts and his um, podcast that he does as well, that he does as well, which is really we all we're all here trying to just <clears throat> inform everyday people about mental health and you know the, the severity of living with it. So I've got our co host here today, Tanner. Hey, how are you? Hey, Tana. Good, thank you. I hope I explained a little bit about you, but I um, was hoping you could just explain a bit more about your story or um, why you're doing what you're doing as well. Yeah, so uh, my name's Tanner. Uh, I have a podcast about mental mental health, mental illness. It's called Heavy Head. It's a scripted show. Uh, each It's like a fiction podcast. Each episode is a new story uh, with new characters that covers a different mental illness. And there's also an interview portion with uh, doctors to talk about uh, that episode's illness in more detail. And uh, we just wrapped up our first season and starting work on season two. All right. Awesome. And what got you started in this? Do you have a story or are you just like heavily into mental illness or? Yeah, well, I, uh, I, I live with depression. I was diagnosed. Uh, I'm 29 now. I was diagnosed yep. when I was uh, 17 and Started developing symptoms probably, you know, early teenage years and uh, yeah. just took a long time to get get a, a diagnosis and then, you know, even longer to, to find treatment that worked for me. So it's just been a, a passion of mine. Beautiful. And did you have along the way of your um, discovering yourself and mental illnesses, did you have like family members or loved ones around you that supported you or were you kind of like left in the deep end thinking what the hell is going on in my mind? Like how 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 is it with with because I can see here you're very um I love your podcast I was listening to it as well especially one of the um podcasts on on schizophrenia and I actually felt like I could finally understand the mind of someone who has schizophrenia because I feel like you're very understanding of mental illness so did you have a lot of hope along the way or did you just have to suffer and and deal with it yourself yeah well I appreciate the the kind words but uh, yeah I felt in the beginning it took me I guess uh, I've suffered probably years before I even told my parents about it yeah. Uh, so just not, you know, you know, trying try to, to, it's just, if you're afraid to tell people about it, you know, of you know, course. how people are going to feel, uh, they were supportive that, you know, they've done everything they can to, to help me try to find treatment, but just, you know, there's, you know, four or five years just by myself, not telling anybody just because, you know, yeah. one, I didn't understand what was going on and two, you know, if there was something wrong with me, I definitely don't want anybody to know about it. So, uh, those years in the dark were, 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 were lonely and, and kind of scary yeah of course okay and um are you do you work within the field of mental health at all or this is just something like you like to do on the side uh, kind of personal thing uh it's sort of a side um passion project i work uh at a recording studio i'm all uh, here in uh, the united states and then i'm also a comedian stand-up comedian a musician so i'm sort of uh, oh, nice. uh in the creative field I guess. Okay, perfect. Well, you know, something I've been noticing as well, right? Because I've been, um, I basically, I kind of, I think pretty much everyone that's got a mental health page, 85% of the time does it because they've been through their own experience and they just, Instagram these days, Instagram these days are amazing. Like you can, the average person, like, you know, the average psychologist or psychiatrist in Australia, for example, takes about four to six weeks just to get on the list to see one. And, you know, a lot of people just need free 
basic mental health because I'm not, I was going to ask you, I'll ask you a little bit later about how mental health works in America. And, you know, I know in Australia, every, every one, uh, sorry, in Australia, there's over 400,000 teens that are on antidepressants, which is just crazy because I was just going to come back to saying, when you go to a psychologist or a doctor, usually the first thing they do is they don't even want to know about your trauma or what you've been through. If it's that, they just straight away tell you, oh, you got a chemical imbalance, you need this, you need Zoloft, you need Lexapro, you know? So it's really scary going to a doctor these days because you can walk out being told you've got this and you need that without even actually understanding what you're doing. So I feel like these Instagram pages all of us are making, whether you're a psychologist or not, the, the best therapist I ever went to was someone who just had a really, you know, rough childhood and she kind of just taught herself neuropsychology and she's helped me more than an actual psychiatrist so I really love these um I really love these pages that everyone's creating like um I'm not sure have you ever heard of like Mel Robbins those very well-known ones or like Tony Robbins uh I I know Tony Robbins yeah I'm not sure the other one but uh, yeah but yeah uh, yeah unfortunately though with Instagram also comes a lot of people that just want like followers I feel and just like yeah yeah. want a lot of likes and I find with a lot yeah. of those um a lot of those blue tick psychologists um when I've actually read their books or their their podcast it literally sounds like they're trying to sell you like a fucking five-day package of something or like a five-step program this is what you got to do and you'll never have mental illness again you know so that's also what I love about the rise of mental health on Instagram is you get free information but there's also some really silly like um like there's just like you know five step program to not feeling like this anymore. That's not real, you know. So no, yeah, yeah, you gotta be page, very careful. Yeah, yeah. My page tries to to be as as raw and honest, and I feel like your page is like that too. Yeah, um, yeah. I take it. You know, I I see the same. I saw this one guy, uh, uh, doctor here in the states. I guess he was peddling some program like I can you know cure your depression anxiety in like you know so many days. Like, well, that doesn't. That's not how that. That's not how that work. works. Yeah. No, he's just trying to make a quick book. So yeah, I really take time to make sure, you know, I, I put out accurate information and be honest, you know, with people because it, you know, uh, yeah. Is, yeah, I can very say that with your work. Yeah. I was going to ask that. you, actually, um, what's made you so, I, I mean, I can tell you're creative with what you do, but what's made you so accurate? I actually love how, like, what's made you want to be different to the average person that, that talks about schizophrenia? Because I remember I was listening to one of your podcasts and you basically, like, created the mind of someone with schizophrenia. Like, I love how you did that. What made you want to type of uh, – what made you want to kind of get into, like, really making sure people understand schizophrenia? What made you kind of stick out from the average, you know, psychology page? Um, I think a lot of it was, was just, you know, uh, testing the water, seeing what was out there and, and you know, trying to figure out, okay, you know, this isn't really accurate that's not accurate or you know yeah negative portrayals and just being kind of frustrated by you know people just not understanding how people with these mental health conditions what it's actually like what they actually live with and just trying to isn't it (laughs) yeah just you know the the stigma out there of of just people just don't understand what these these illnesses are like so you know is there something i can do to 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 portray this in an accurate way uh to where people can understand and just sort of to me, that I think that's what break, breaks down boundaries and gets, you know, races, you know, this word stigma people had towards people live with mental health conditions. So that was sort of that's you know, my broad goal, which is you know a big goal, but you know, yeah, yeah. Okay, nice. And sorry, I forgot to ask, where are you from again in the states? 
Uh, I live uh, in Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, not sure if you know that. It's it's oh, a bigger, yes. Ohio. bigger, bigger town in Ohio. Yeah, so Midwest, Midwest. Okay, perfect. And I wanted to ask just some basic questions. You right? Yeah. What What do you find? How can you describe suffering with mental health in America compared to other countries? Or what's something you notice about your country when it comes to mental health besides? Uh, sorry, compared to other countries. Like, for example, in my country, I just mentioned mm-hmm. these days in 2021, like over 300,000 kids that are under the age of 18 have already been diagnosed and put straight on prescription tablets, which is a bit of a health scare that yeah. that um, prescription medication is becoming so normalized. So right. what's something you've noticed there in America that's just like? Uh, that's, that's a good question. Um, uh, for me, I think uh, we have, we have, uh, even some from you know twelve years ago when I was diagnosed, we've come such a far a long way in that you know ten yeah. years. Uh, but there's still so we there's people are coming around to the idea of you know mental health conditions are a real thing they're, they're serious they need to be taken care of. But we have all these treatment options. I think the lot of it is you know like it's still like it's still like a logistical like how do we we have these options but how do we get get this treatment to people who really need it you know so I think yeah I think healthcare the healthcare system at least in you know my country in America I think is is in a really bad spot you know we have such we we can treat anything here but not not everyone has equal access to healthcare you know like they would do in you know more socialized countries at least that's yeah, that's what I thought yeah because yeah. I, I lived in America for about a year and a half I remember yeah and I lived in Florida about six years ago and we're just trying it out, seeing how it is for us because we have a lot of family there. And I remember like, for example, here, my mom's a type 1 diabetic. So her medication Uh is completely free here because we've got Medicare. I remember in America, we had to pay $500 just for a blood sugar sticks. And that made me think straight away, like, how the hell does it work for people who actually suffer, for example, mental health, if you really need to see a psychiatrist or a psychologist, if you don't have money, let's say, how do you just have to suffer in the deep end? Is there like... Pretty much, I, I think, yeah, because, you know, yeah, wow. I mean, our system is broke. I, this is, yeah. you know, I've been very fortunate to where I've, I've had access to, yeah. you know, great treatment, but, you know, I talk to a lot of people, especially doing this project. The big thing is, is you know, they, they can't, they can't afford they can't afford treatment that their, their, their healthcare doesn't cover mental health or, you know, they only yeah. pay so much. I think it's, it's just, it's cost prohibitive and people just can't afford good help. So it, it's, it's very frustrating. Uh, oh, you know, yeah. that must create a really strong cycle of people who just like, you know, relapse and people, I, I wouldn't blame, I wouldn't blame people who self-medicate because they can't yeah. actually, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's the cheaper form of therapy. Unfortunately, it's not healthy, but you know, yeah, so I think the healthcare system, I think, is the biggest thing in this country. It's just, it's just broken, and that's not just mental health. It's any, it's any sort of, of medical attention. It's just, yeah, it's fucked up. It's fucked it's, up. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you ever see it changing, or do you, have you ever seen any type of change towards it? I remember something about. Um, actually, no, I'm going to ask you. I'm not going to talk about your country. Do you, do you ever see any change towards? the mental or the healthcare system changing or you just don't think it will? Uh, I, I think, I think a lot of people would want to, but it's, it's just the way our, our, our system is set up. It's so, it's, there's so much red tape and there's so it's so hard to, to make yeah. actual change to, you know, have programs actually help people. It's just, our system isn't set up to, to make this sort of changes at least quickly. It takes a long time. It's very slow and painstaking. So it's just, you know, 
yeah. our, 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 our system isn't set up like that. And, you know, again, I, I don't know how it is. In other, I don't know how it is in other countries, but here it's just, you know, the, those type of switch changes that we need can't happen quickly, um, you know, because of the, the partisan governments and the way our, our system is set up, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 yeah so okay. does, does uh, Australia, do they, do they have socialized health care or, you know, universal health care? I'm not sure. Yeah, so we basically have in Australia, we basically have like um, general healthcare. So every almost everyone's pretty much equal when it comes to your basic medications, your basic. So for example, let's say I suffer myself with like complex PTSD, and I've just been diagnosed with bipolar. But um, we'll get into medication in a little bit. I was going to ask you about your experience with it. But for example, let's say me right now, I've got bipolar, and I'm, I'm like fuck, um, you know, I can't hold a job down. This is really affecting me with studies. I can go to the doctor straight away. They can give me an exempt, <clears throat> I can get an exempt letter to not go into work, to not go into um, class. They'll put me on the fast track list, but it still takes usually about four to six weeks. They'll put me on the fast track list to go see a psychologist or a psychiatrist, and I can get medication for maybe max $26, $27 Australian. Um, because of the healthcare system that we have. If we didn't have a healthcare system, I would be waiting God knows how long. Um, I'd have to pay for my doctor just to go and get a referral. And I'd have to pay probably about 100 to 200 just for your basic Zoloft medication or whatever mood stabilizers you have to be in. So I'm very fortunate um, in Australia to, to have this free healthcare for everyone. Um, but mm-hmm. also, what comes with a lot of, I've noticed with our healthcare system, it comes with a lot of um, idiots who milk basically the system to get these free drugs. I see a lot of kids who who pretend they've got a mental health illness just to get these free drugs to them sell back on the streets, which is a really scary thing. So it's, it's yeah. interesting having a free kind of healthcare system also comes with a lot of people who abuse it. But, um, right. Yeah. But um, also with, with, um, it's not the healthcare system, um, and I'll ask you this as well. In America, do you find, or just in general mental health, do you find that a lot of doctors and psychologists are so quick to just not even hear your your history or your childhood issues and just give you straight away a tablet or straight away tell you you've got a disorder? Yeah, I think there's definitely a, a fair amount of that. Um, you know, I, I've been, in my personal experience, I've been lucky to where I've you know, been able to have you know, conversations with the psychiatrist and, and, and get their opinion on, on things, you know, some of them are, some of them are quick to do that. Others are, you know, hesitant yeah. and, and try to work with you. So, but yeah, there's definitely a fair share of that here. Yeah. I really hope that, you know, um, in the years to come that that just changes a lot. You know, I, I mean, in mental illness is real. Some people really do need, um, you know, a medication, um, whether they like it or not. So I'm not saying no medication is wrong, right. but what I think, yeah, what we both find in both our countries and maybe all over the world, mental illness is um, a lot of people are just like not not even looking. A lot of doctors aren't even looking into your childhood trauma or anything like that, which is usually where most of your, your illnesses start from, right? Right, you know, yeah. From the, from the foundations of your beginning. So yeah. have you yourself ever jumped on medication or have you ever tried that path? Yeah, I've, uh, uh, I've been on a lot of medications i'm currently on a couple couple different medications i've been on like i think 15 or so since nice. since i've been on treatment uh so i i've i've what's called treatment resistant depression where you know my treatment doesn't respond to you know yes. traditional forms of medication usually medications um so it's a lot of trial and error which is is you know frustrating you feel like you're banging your head against the wall sometimes but uh 
Yeah, yeah. it makes you feel like you're going crazy. Yeah, but you just got to, you know, I, I think a lot of it is people just want or are hoping for a, a quick fix. Um, yeah. And, you know, that that often doesn't exist, you know, unfortunately, when you're talking about meta, mental health conditions. So, you know, I, I don't blame people for, for trying to, to find that quick fix, but, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's right, yeah. And do you yourself, are you for medication? Do you like um, are you a bit worried that you find a lot of people keep relapsing off medication? Does it ever, did it ever make you think maybe why you were in the process of trial and error, what the fuck's going on? Or are you very sound and understanding of how medication is? Uh, I would say I, I was, I was very patient, I guess, uh, you know, being that I was on so many different medications, I guess I kind of had to be, um, yeah, yeah I, I did deal with a bunch of, you know, withdrawal coming off one medication, going to another, that sort of thing. Um, uh, I think think once I eventually found something that works for me, you know, I, I'm I'm totally fine and content now with knowing that I'll probably be on this medication my whole life. I, it doesn't really bother me. Um, I, I, yeah. I you know, in terms of long term side effects, I I don't know because these medications have been around long enough, unfortunately, to know what what sort of long term effects they have on your body. But you know, uh, I I do know. I think for me personally, I, I've been on the other side of that. I know what I'm like without medication and if this is what keeps me on the straight and narrow you yeah. know I'm, I'm okay with that and, and you're willing to, to ro- roll the dice in terms of long-term effects so that's how that's yeah. how, I, how i see it yeah awesome yeah i really like that idea that yeah it seems like you've um from what you've told me from where you started off it seems like you've got a lot of really good help by your side and a lot of um from your page as well you really understand mental health everyone keeps thinking there's a fucking quick fix there's no quick fix so, uh, no no yeah. That's something we're gonna gotta keep sharing to people. And one last thing before I get off, I wanted to ask you because it's becoming in Australia we've just legalized CBD for people and medical marijuana, but not yet. Not like I've seen in some states in America. So medical marijuana is really only handed to people that've got like cancer, you know, almost on the verge of um, you know, the right. medication just stopped working for them. Do you? What is your take on? Uh, medicinal or natural alternatives instead of medication have you ever tried medicinal medicinal marijuana uh i have uh it depends on i guess i'm not i'm not i don't really like the head high i guess i'm more like the body type yeah. stuff i don't i don't use marijuana a lot um but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm also pro whatever help makes people feel better i'm totally for so if, if that helps you i think that's great it's weird here because it's 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 legal but not it's it's on a state-by-state basis so it's you know not legal in one state but it is legal in another state so it's interesting i think we'll get there eventually i think i i think marijuana should be legal just in general but uh yeah i'm i'm for whatever makes people feel good as long as it's not hurting themselves or other people yeah that's right that's exactly right and do you do you listen much about um I'm not sure if everyone's into it, but do you listen much about other natural alternatives like LSD or what they've been doing in Silicon Valley with the MDMA microdosing trial with people that have like severe depression? Have you ever heard about those natural alternatives? Or I have, yeah. It's it's the microdosing is super interesting. I never tried it. Um, I, I don't. I'd be, I'd be open to it. I know they also have here in the states they, they legalize ketamine, pure ketamine oh, wow. for yeah. Okay. So it's for uh, severely depressed people who have really try everything else they, they find that the ketamine you know uh given to you you know in a, like an iv 
uh, so many doses every once in a while is it, really beneficial. I know I know people who have done ketamine treatments, and that's super interesting to me. Um, yeah, yeah, the world's yeah. changing as well. People are waking up more. I think so. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, it's really interesting. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on my podcast today. I You're really welcome. enjoyed talking to you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. This is a lot of fun. I, I, I enjoy your show. I think you I applaud your honesty and being open and talking about the things you talk about. I think that's that's great, and I think it really helps people. And we really change the conversation around mental illness and erasing the stigma. So I applaud. I applaud your efforts. Yeah. Thank you. I really feel You're like welcome. people being you that um <clears throat> instead of just trying to sell something or. You know, copy and paste a um, <clears throat> copy and paste like a textbook edition of mental illness. I really like that people like us are not scared to to talk about the real, the real like you know living with mental health and what it's like. So yeah, keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same same to you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Thank you very much for coming on the show. We'll speak to you next time. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Ain't never got you know I be modest. Popping shipping only cause you know you popping. Yeah, you got it, girl. You-